Hello and welcome into Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson, presented by We the Patriots USA. Thank you for watching us on the We the Patriots USA Rumble channel and Red Voice Media, and for listening on New Hampshire Family Radio WLMW 90.7 FM Manchester, New Hampshire, KKVB Radio in Las Vegas, Real Talk 93.3 The Voice of Freedom in St. Louis, and anywhere you listen to your podcasts. If you'd like us on your station, email us at Taryn at WeThePatriotsUSA.org. I am delighted to have on today Dr. Brian Hooker, who co-authored his new book, Vax Unvax, Let the Science Speak, with Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Now that is just aptly, aptly named and aptly timed, right? Let the science speak. RFK Jr. has had to um, basically say that a lot now that he's on his presidential campaign. And um, you know, today we are talking about that science, and we're talking about um, the realities of the differences in health and overall wellness between children that have been vaccinated versus children that have not been vaccinated. They have amazing science to back this up. But it's also um, great that we're having this discussion today because I just recently saw this tweet from Alex Berenson talking about how the CDC's own data showed that vaccinated and boosted people were more likely to be hospitalized with the new Omicron variant than unvaccinated people more. So again, we continue left and right to see uh, these studies, the numbers, the science backing up that, you know, vaccinated versus unvaccinated have different health outcomes, whether we're talking about COVID, whether we're talking about the childhood vaccine schedule. So I cannot wait today to dive in with my discussion on with Dr. Brian Hooker. This episode is brought to you by Cardio Miracle, a vitamin D and nitric oxide solution that supports better cardiovascular and overall health for your gut, your brain, your muscles, your skin, your hair, your heart, your whole health. Learn about John Hewlett's discovery at cardiomiracle.com. Where do we go from here? Because the battle has just begun. As eyes open, we continue to arm ourselves with the truth in all aspects of our lives, asking questions and relentlessly searching for answers, educating ourselves and forging a new path forward. Hear from real people faithfully pursuing freedom. This is Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson, presented by We the Patriots USA, a nonprofit 501c3 organization working to preserve and reclaim our God-given inalienable rights. Dr. Brian Hooker, it is so nice to see you. We haven't seen each other since uh, earlier this summer at the We the Patriots USA National Conference. That's right. I was just thinking about that. Such a good conference. It was so wonderful to actually meet you in person uh, and Brian Festa. And I can't remember what's Don Jolly. Don Jolly. Mm -hmm. Don Jolly. Um, it's such I, I had such a good time, such a wonderful conference. And, and I just love what you're doing, Taryn. Oh, well, thanks. We love what you're doing. And, you know, we are so excited that this book is finally out. I've been talking to you about this book for um, for a while here, and it's so needed, um, especially in this time and especially with parents um, that I think that this is I think to me, this data 
puts it all to rest more than when you dive into, you know, the individual shots for the kids and how, and the different dangers behind the individual shots and what's in them and all of that stuff. To me, what really speaks the most volumes is just that blatant data that shows vaccinated versus unvaccinated children and the difference in their health. Absolutely. And we've really featured that. Um, you know, there have been some seminal studies on the entire vaccination schedule, and we wanted to come out boldly within, with that in the book. So we put it right in chapter two. Chapter one is more of an introduction. <laughs> and um, there are studies that started out by Anthony Mawson in 2017. He's a researcher from Jackson State University in Mississippi. And um, then there were some similar studies that I completed with a medical journalist named Neil Miller that came out in 2020 and 2021. And we looked when you look at vaccinated versus unvaccinated children, you see so many differences in health. We saw that unvaccinated children had much lower incidence of chronic disease, uh, things like um, allergies. Uh, asthma, autism, uh, developmental delays, ADD, ADHD, were all much, much lower in the completely unvaccinated group. And, and we were very, very fortunate. Um, uh, Dr. Mawson did his work on more survey-based information. He did a survey of around 660 homeschool students. And then uh, uh, Neil Miller and I did more medical data abstraction. So we really worked with three separate pediatricians on each study um, in different locations in the United States and were actually able to mine their medical records and show the outcomes of you know, these completely unvaccinated children that we've been told don't exist you know, or they're so odd that, you know, you can't do studies on them. Um, and then there was also a follow-up study that was done by James Lyons-Weiler and uh, Dr. Paul Thomas from uh, his medical clinic in Portland, Oregon. And they, they were masterful in what they did. They looked at actual days where days of medical visits where these different disorders were diagnosed. So it, it accounted not only for the frequency, but also the severity of the different conditions. And, and it really echoed, uh, you know, the results from Dr. Moss and the results from uh, myself and Neil Miller uh, in, in such an elegant way. But it, it really is stunning to look at the unvaccinated and see, you know, that vaccine, vaccine injury, vaccine adverse events, because there are so many vaccines on the schedule, it's really the new normal. The new normal is chronic disease. You know, in 2011, um, 54% of all children had some type of chronic disorder that did include obesity within it. Uh, you know, society-wide, the control group came out with a study and it showed that 27% of all uh, folks in the United States have at least one chronic disorder. And so, you know, seeing and, and really studying the unvaccinated cohort and seeing how healthy they were, that was really an eye-opener. And I think it's key that you're talking about there too, um, you know, chronic illness. I think that so many people still, even to this day, would not even associate the 
the chronic illness with the vaccine. They wouldn't associate that those two would be put together. But I mean, that's what we're saying. Just think about, you know, if you're injecting these um, various toxins into your system, what that does to your immune system and a child's immune system. And then therefore, you know, down the road or even immediately with allergies and, and asthma and things like that, cause these things that the medical community has never associated those two together, but it makes so much logical sense. It, it really does. And, and it's been an honor to work with Mr. Kennedy on this book and, and really an eye opener. Um, we looked at different facets of the vaccination schedule in the other chapters, looked at individual vaccines, vaccine components like the Marisol, um, also vaccinations in pregnancy, which, you know, it's really, if you look at uh, what the pharmaceutical companies are doing, it's sort of in conjunction with these captured agencies like the CDC and the FDA, the new frontier is prenatal vaccines. And so we wanted to make sure that we had a chapter that included the outcomes of now the flu shot that's given in pregnancy. And some of those flu shots still contain the Marisol. Um, the uh, Tdap vaccine that's given in pregnancy that has an aluminum adjuvant in it, and now the COVID-19 vaccine where some pregnant women got as many as three COVID shots during their term, during, mm -hmm. you know, during their gestational term. And so, you know, we, we really saw a stark difference in health outcomes in the vaccinated versus unvaccinated, not only affecting the pregnancy, but also affecting the developing child in, you know, in their trajectory after they were born. So looking at neonatal outcomes and then uh, later outcomes in life when we can find that information. And so, you know, to me, again, very, very eye-opening to, um, to look at these outcomes and, and, the other thing that was really, really stark was the fact that you open up pack and inserts for these vaccines and they say very clearly they haven't been tested in pregnant women. But yet uh, the authorities, the federal authorities are recommending these vaccines and pushing these vaccines on pregnant women, despite a, just a huge, huge lack in testing. I thank you so much for being a voice for that and exposing that. And I think you're right. It is it is key because it all starts during gestation, that the health of the baby. And um, these moms are being coerced into doing this. These, um, you know, these doctors, these OBGYNs are making them feel like they're putting their unborn baby at risk if they don't get these shots. And so thank you so much for giving and arming them with the truth so they can go in there confidently. We'll talk more about this and you know what it's been like to, to release the book and the fun stories behind all of that here in just a moment on Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson. You can head over to TarynGregson.com where we are adding to our resource guides an aluminum resource guide. Talking about childhood vaccines, aluminum is in many of them. So if you head over to TarynGregson.com slash newsletter, you can sign up for our newsletter and you'll get all of these resource guides for free. We have an HPV resource guide, an MMR vaccine resource guide, fluoride, and now, like I said, we've added aluminum to our free resource guides. We also have vaccine exemptions by states, links for that, each and every one of your state, as well as links to figuring out how you can opt your child out of your state's tracking system, all at TarynGregson.com, all under our resources and our newsletter. 
We welcome back in Brian, Dr. Brian Hooker, author and co-author of the book, Vaxxed, Unvaxxed. Let's let the science speak. He co-authored this with Robert F. Kennedy Jr. And we're, we do want to say, you know, we're a nonprofit. We do not lobby for any candidates and don't support any candidates. But, um, you know, we love to give everyone a platform and we absolutely love to give your research and everything that you guys have been doing a platform. Tell us what it's been like. Um, you said you had a fun story behind the release of this book. Well, um, there, there are several different stories um, that are associated with the book, but really the impetus for the book came from a meeting that occurred um, with uh, uh, my co-author, uh, Bobby Kennedy, and um, he invited in this meeting Del Bigtree, Aaron Seary, and Lynn Redwood, who are some real heroes of mine. But um, because of the intervention of President Trump at the time, then this meeting was set up with um, Anthony Fauci and Francis Collins. And so they were meeting sort of in the belly of the beast in the NIH executive boardroom uh, there in Rockville, Maryland. And the purpose of the meeting was for Mr. Kennedy to ask, where are the Vax on Vax studies? How come you haven't done comparisons with unvaccinated controls? We have a vaccine schedule of that time was 72 vaccines between the ages of zero and 18. And so um, Mr. Or Dr. Fauci, you know, swore up and down that Yes, these studies do exist. Yes, we've done this. Yes, we've done this analysis. And, and even, you know, with much bravado, he wheeled in these carts full of papers, you know, full of file folders that had stacks and stacks of papers. And he said, you know, here are the studies. And they challenged him and said, well, find one that actually has an unvaccinated cohort. And so he rifles through all these studies. He can't find it. He can't find it. He can't find it. And then finally, just exasperated, he says, I know these exist. I'll email you the studies. And so they wheeled all, out all these papers. None of them were vax on vax studies. None of them really met the criteria of having a two, true placebo control or a true unvaccinated control. And um, and so, you know, he just he, they could not produce the studies and the meeting ended. There was really no type of conclusion. Uh, uh, Mr. Kennedy is so dogged and undeterred by that type of, you know, put off that he actually uh, sent two letters to Francis Collins. Um, again, very, very detailed, like where are the studies you need to do this research even the institute of medicine has called for this type of research on the vaccination schedule uh and then finally you know after two letters being sent to francis collins francis collins merely replied replied in a letter uh vaccines aren't the problem vaccines are safe and effective end of sentence no supporting documentation nothing just a statement. And it's like, you know, if you don't believe vaccines are safe and effective, then we have nothing to talk about and shut off that conversation. Well, Bobby would not stop there. And so he contacted me in 2019 and said, let's look for these vax on vax studies. We know some are hiding in plain sight in the open scientific literature. And we started to feature these on his Instagram account. And um, so I thought we'd find a few studies 
just, you know, maybe a dozen or so, but 60 studies later and two years later, 60 Instagram posts, then Bobby was deplatformed from Instagram and Facebook. And so at that point, then we sort of looked at each other and said, this is a book. Let's write a book. And we continued to do their, our research. Uh, Bobby would send me studies. I would dig and, and look at studies. And we wrote this up. And now there's over 100 studies in the book. It took us two years after he was deplatformed, really, to compile all of this into a book. But, you, you know, I couldn't be more thrilled. I, I couldn't have a better co-author in the entire world. It's been, you know, just a wonderful process. Well, I mean, you yourself um, have had many, many years and a personal connection to, um, you know, wanting to to be a part of this research and to getting people the truth. And um, you've done so much work on this yourself. So give yourself some props um, in that as well. And, you know, I think it's important that people hear that story and understand that all of that happened prior to COVID. And so yes. then, um, so you, you know, you were challenging Anthony Fauci and, and crew of, of the lack of, of placebo controlled tests um, at that point in time. And then now, um, you know, you're in the middle of writing that book. How did it all, um, you know, transform or evolve whenever COVID happened? Well, COVID was such an interesting case study in vaccine injury and vaccine adverse events. And as you probably know, Taryn, you know, the number of adverse events on the CDC's VAERS database, the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, just exploded. I mean, all of a sudden we have more vaccine injuries for this one vaccine than the rest of the history of that database combined. And so there were many, many studies that came out over that two-year time period for specifically for unvaccinated and vaccinated individuals. So if they got the COVID shot, they were the experimental group. They didn't get the COVID shot. They were the control group. Or some in some instances, the control was before they got the COVID shot. And then the, the experimental was after they got the COVID shot. And we just saw things like myocarditis, pericarditis, other cardiac uh, sequelae, um, Bell's palsy, uh, shingles, um, uh, other, other types of neuropathy that were associated with the COVID-19 shot. And these came out right away. And so, you know, so ludicrous was sort of this push to get boosted, you know, get your vaccines, get boosted and boosted and boosted, uh, that the Cleveland Clinic actually came out with a study that showed the more boosters you got, the more likely you were to contract COVID-19. You know, they came out with a study and it showed if you had like, I think it was five or more shots. Uh, so to the two original vaccines and three boosters, then your risk of getting COVID-19 was three times greater than the unvaccinated. And so there was so much to report. And so we had to include a COVID-19 chapter. Absolutely. And we'll talk um, more about the evolution of the book, especially since um, RFK, you know, announced his run for presidential candidacy in just a moment here on Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson. You need to stand up for the kids because it takes 
everyone. This is a quote from Father Ernest Ramirez, who is featured in our new documentary, Shot Dead, that is premiering on November 9th. His 16-year-old son was uh, killed after the vaccine, just five days after he got his Pfizer shot. His little boy, his 16-year-old son, passed away. And so we are giving these families, these families that have lost their children, their teenagers, their babies, to this shot, a voice on shotdead.org. You can go and watch the trailer. And we are humbled to announce that the premiere, the live stream free event will be on November 9th. You can go to shotdead.org and right underneath the trailer, uh, sign up for our email to get that free live stream link to the film whenever it premieres on November 9th. And we welcome back into Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson, presented by We the Patriots USA, Dr. Brian Hooker, author of Vax Unvax, Let the Science Speak, co-authored this book with Robert F. Kennedy Jr. We were just talking about how you all, you know, came to Dr. Anthony Fauci, asked for the placebo control test, wanted data about the vax versus unvaxed. He could not produce it for you. So you guys went to work and found these studies, dug up this data. COVID hits and you get even more influx of data. And then after that, uh, Bobby announces his run for, you know, candidacy for, for presidential uh, office. So what has that been like then added to this book? All I can say is, wow, you know, it's been a, quite a roller coaster ride. Uh, the book was released on August 29th. And uh, in our first week, we were a New York Times bestseller. Uh, and I, number 11, lucky yay, number 11, uh, on for uh, nonfiction and ebooks. And so um, we were very, very excited about that. Uh, you know, obviously, it's very, very exciting, you know, what Mr. Kennedy is doing right now. I also work for a 501c3, so I can't endorse candidates uh, directly. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's what an exciting ride. What an absolutely exciting ride. And um, I, I was at, recently at a conference in Kansas City. Uh, I think it was called Freedom Revival in the Heartland. And uh, Mr. Kennedy was also there. He uh, had an opportunity uh, to speak. And, and you know, I, I, I actually got a few minutes with him as well. And that, that was fun. It, you know, it was, it was weird. Um, his, his access during writing the book was, you know, just a, just a phone call away. And, and still, you know, he's still a phone call away. But, boy is his schedule busy. He is, he is a really very, very energetic and, um, and this, you, you know, announcing the candidacy in Boston back in April, um, just such an exciting time. Um, you know, again, emphasizing that we're not endorsing any political right. candidates here, but how important is it that the public has um, someone out there, whether they become a, a elected official or not, but someone of prominence out there sounding the alarm on this vax versus unvaxed data and the whole overall um, issue in general? I think it's so important. The message that is getting out is so needed and so necessary and it is causing more voices to really join this chorus 
of looking at what we're doing in, you know, in health in general, in healthcare in general, and how broken it is. You know, if you look at healthcare in the United States, for every dollar that's spent, 84 cents goes to chronic disorders, chronic diseases. So we're a very, very chronically sick society. And so, uh, and then other voices joining in, you know, people who were, uh, uh, awakened by COVID-19, you know, people like Pierre Corey, uh, Peter McCullough, Paul Merrick, that, um, you know, haven't asked Steve Kirsch, haven't asked these questions before, are now looking at the entire construct in a very, very different way. And, and because, you know, the, the sort of federal pharmaceutical complex overplayed their hands so much with the COVID-19 vaccine and not doing early treatment of the COVID-19 virus, so many more people are waking up. And so, so having, you know, Mr. Kennedy out there uh, uh, also trumpeting the message and having these other individuals joining the chorus, then the response has really, really been overwhelming. And I believe that's really contributed to, uh, you know, people really seeking out the book. And, and we do want, I want everybody to read this book. Absolutely. Everyone, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you have children or not, if you have any um, shots for yourself or your children on the horizon, what have you, it opens your eyes up to understanding, like you said, that overall bigger picture of the healthcare industry, doesn't it? It really does. And, and we, we spend some time dissecting sort of the, what's going on with the vaccination schedule. Uh, and we talk about sort of the need for these studies and how the studies had not been uh, addressed by the appropriate authorities. You know, we have FDA with a committee called VRBAC. We have CDC with the ACIP Advisory Committee for Immunization Practices. And yet, the FDA does not do placebo controlled trials on vaccines. You know, vaccines get a pass. A lot of times when a vaccine is tested, it's tested against, you know, an adjuvant or it's tested against another vaccine that's been on the market. And so there is no real good scientific control that these agencies are basing their decisions on there, you know, and these are really, really important decisions. And we've seen what's happened with the FDA just sort of bowing to pressure in these woefully inadequate clinical trials for these COVID-19 vaccines, both under emergency use authorization, as well as full approval of, of the Pfizer and the Moderna vaccine. And it's really laughable, but it's so sad. It is mm -hmm. so sad what is happening and and so you know the the book is a vehicle so people can really wake up and they're even in the in the, uh, in the afterword and the appendices there's really a call to action and so it doesn't just leave you there with all this information regarding vaccines and vaccine adverse events there is a call to action and and a really uh, uh, robust description of what we call the Vaccine Safety Project at uh, Children's Health Defense. Can you tell people more about that Vaccine Safety Project? Really, you know, it is, like I said, it's it's a call to action and, and it is um, sort of a six-pronged approach. And, and you'd have to ask me, you know, because I always forget the six prongs <laughs> of the <laughs> approach uh, to, I've been, my head's been so buried in the book that, uh, sure. but, but it's something that if you go to um, 
if you go to the childrenshealthdefense.org website and you and you look for vaccine safety project, there's actually a hyperlink uh, at the main page for the book. And then that book will direct you to the vaccine safety project so you can learn more about that. And it involves uh, it involves legislation, you know, advocacy at the sort of the uh, state and and federal uh, lobbying levels for the uh, um, legislative branch of government. It also involves judicial action, which uh, CHD is integrally involved with and how you can support that judicial action, how we're fighting in the courts and how others are fighting in the courts, you know, uh, our, our colleagues over at ICANN, you know, with people like Aaron Siri, you know, Aaron himself, uh, uh, tore down the mandate in the state of Mississippi and has his eyes on now uh, New York, California, Connecticut, and Maine, uh, on, and West Virginia. Uh, but, uh, but, you know, how you can support those actions as well. Absolutely. We encourage people to go do that. And, you know, we too here at, at We the Patriots USA have, um, you know, been filing lawsuits in the state of Connecticut too to win back that religious exemption right for um, right. the kids there. So it's great. I mean, it takes all of us. It takes all of these different organizations, all these different people wanting to join that fight. Um, on the other side of the break, I would love to talk to you a bit more about those placebo tests and um, how they are not being conducted and kind of explain those to people because I think some are still looking for clarity on what exactly that means. We'll have that coming up next here on Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson. And today's case spotlight, we are excited to announce that on Wednesday, September 13th, We the Patriots USA was successful in obtaining a temporary restraining order against D Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham's unconstitutional ban of the carrying of firearms in New Mexico. The governor issued this illegal executive order in the name of so-called, quote, public health emergency, allegedly posed by rising gun violence in the city of Albuquerque. Well, we filed this lawsuit and... Um, we filed this lawsuit roughly 24 hours after the order was issued and within days secured the temporary restraining order. This is only a temporary victory, though, however, as we head back to the court on October 3rd, 2023, in an effort to permanently stop this order from going into effect. So please support us in our efforts to continue this fight by making a donation today at WeThePatriotsUSA.org. And we welcome back into the show Dr. Brian Hooker here on Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson, the author of Vax Unvax, Let the Science Speak, co-authored this book with Robert F. Kennedy Jr. We were just talking about on the other side of the break, um, this huge gap in um, how our public officials have let us down and all of these agencies have let us down with letting these pharmaceutical companies slide without having placebo tests, any, no double blind placebo control tests, no placebo tests for these vaccines. And many of, as you pointed out, these vaccines are being tested and uh, the, those studies are being shown against another vaccine. So they're not even having unvaccinated control groups kind of break that down for people that are just getting into this movement and, you know, haven't really heard this lingo very much. So what does that yeah. mean that they don't have these placebo controlled tests? Well, traditionally, and, and for um, other drugs and biologics, the FDA requires an inert placebo control, something that is not, you know, so the control group themselves will get an, an injection, uh, they call it a placebo, 
and the control group and the experimental group, uh, you know, experimental group gets the vaccine, the control group gets the placebo, they're supposed to be blinded. And so what that means is they don't know what they got, you know, they, the, and, and the researchers are also supposed to be blinded to what the patients got as well. That's what's where double blinded comes from. The patients and the researchers don't know who got what. Um, and, that is the gold standard. When you look back at clinical trials for other drugs, you know, you look at the Lipitor clinical trial uh, for, uh, you know, controlling cholesterol, there was a saline placebo and there was follow-up in that trial for five years. Well, vaccines get a pass. There is a loophole where uh, in, in a vaccine trial, rather than using something that's an inert placebo, you can use another substance that is supposed to be, you know, already tested and shown to be safe and effective. That is really not the case. If you look at the um, trial for the Gardasil vaccine, that was the HPV vaccine that was approved by the FDA in 2006. If you look at that trial, they used in their control group, the, the placebo contained an aluminum adjuvant. An adjuvant is something that hyper-simulates the immune system to magnify their response against the antigen or against the portion of the human papillomavirus that's in the vaccine. And so um, just the adjuvant, just that aluminum, which was untested at the time, it's a, it's a novel compound called uh, amorphous aluminum hydroxyphosphate sulfate, which is a mouthful, uh, but it is it was given as a placebo control, never tested, and it caused serious adverse events. But when the clinical trial was all done, uh, the the investigators said, "Oh, Gardasil had serious adverse events, but the control had serious adverse events." So we look at the difference. We look at the delta. You know, how many adverse events in the in the experimental group, the vaccinated group? How many adverse events? Oh, they're the same, so it must be safe. Well, no, it wasn't safe. They just changed the standard of safety. They they took this ceiling of like all these adverse events. They make it the new floor. And then, then anything on top of that floor is, is, you know, considered an adverse event, but anything that would be associated with the adjuvant itself no longer, you know, is considered. Then they turn around, they manufacture a new vaccine and get it approved in the 2000 teens called Gardasil mine. And instead of using a, a saline placebo there, the, the control group got the old Gardasil vaccine that had a dubious safety profile, very, very questionable, has, has, you know, really, really affected adversely the lives of many, many women and men. Uh, but that was the control group. And so you see this consistently where there is no saline placebo. In fact, the only trial that I know of that was conducted with a saline placebo was for the mRNA vaccine, the COVID-19 vaccine, uh, they started out with a saline placebo, but oddly enough, Taryn, four week, or excuse me, four months into the trial, they started offering the vaccine to the control group. 
So they destroy their control group and they have no long-term safety studies because the control group got the vaccine in four to six weeks. So they basically said any adverse event that happens after four to six weeks, we don't care about, okay? So really, really disgustingly bad science. I'm a scientist, you know, I design studies for a living. And so, you know, you want an adequate placebo control, not, not happening not happening in the FDA uh, for vaccine safety. You know, I held out a little hope when I, when I saw that they were starting with placebo control in the COVID-19 vaccine, even though it's such a rush to get the vaccine there, uh, but, but they destroyed it. They absolutely destroyed the control group. As someone who designs studies yourself, your scientist yourself, are there any code of ethics that should be followed? These seem to not be ethical at all. Not ethical at all. Now, I'm not a medical doctor. Sure. Um, I'm, a, I'm a PhD. But for medical doctors, you know, it's first do no harm. Yeah. And so when you're doing a clinical study like this, you know, why are we taking things that are so untested and so under-tested, foisting it into a clinical trial without adequate controls? Um, you, you know, it is, it does lead, the, the, the conclusions are so faulty from these clinical trials that it does violate that principle directly. And also, you know, you have a scientifically ethic, you know, you, you are, you're duty bound to do ethical research and this is, this is not ethical research. It's a shell game. It is a shell game. And, and it would be so easy for these individuals to do a placebo-controlled trial. They say, oh, well, we don't want to withhold life-saving vaccines from the control group, so we're going to give them some type of vaccine anyway. But it's preposterous. It makes absolutely no sense. I actually saw a flu, uh, a flu vaccine trial for pregnant women and the pregnant women in the control group didn't get a placebo. They got the meningococcal vaccine. How, again, how is that even, it's just faulty data you have your, and, and people that are a part of the public are, are just being completely misconstrued. They're not being given the truth. They're being told that these are safe and effective and they are not being told the full story oh. on how these are really actually not tested in the way that, that, they are claiming or perceiving, you know, putting out that message to people. Exactly. Exactly. And, and sorry. And for pregnant Go women ahead. too, um, I think that many people don't realize, and you mentioned this at the beginning, and I think it's key that we say it again, because it's so important that these, these are not even tested at all in pregnancy because no. it is unethical to test on pregnant women. It is unethical to test on pregnant women and pregnant women were excluded from the COVID-19 vaccine trial. And yet when you turn around, as soon as the vaccine is being given, the CDC recommends that pregnant women get the vaccine with no testing, no testing whatsoever. And, you know, and even if you look at, there was, there were some animal trials that involved the COVID-19 vaccine that I think um, involved uh, pregnant rats and you looked at the data for the rat pups and there were uh, evidences of like mutational effects in the offspring. And, you know, the, 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 they call this, it's, it's kind of a, like a curvy rib phenotype in, in these rat pups that, you know, shows up 
when there's mutagenic effects of the vaccine. And so, you know, ignore that data, safe and effective for pregnant women. Uh, you open up the, the pack and insert for something like a flu shot, like Fluberin, says the same thing, has not been tested on pregnant women. You know, they have not evaluated for, you know, things like uh, birth defects in the offspring of pregnant women. And so why, why are we participating in this grand medical experiment? And now they are, since they've thrown the ethics out the window, especially with COVID, they are doing trials on pregnant women with the RSV vaccine. They put them through um, the trial and that's just, um, it's horrific and it's, it's hard to wrap your mind around. But um, I think that people, again, are being misconstrued to believe that these things are completely 100% safe and um, that they are 100% effective. And that's also not the case either with these vaccines. So many outbreaks uh, happen in vaccinated populations, not just talking about COVID, but, you know, measles, all the, all those kinds of things. So um, I think it's important that people understand that. And it's so important if anybody, you know, people come to me and asking me, you know, if I'm starting out on this journey, what book should I pick up? Well, I'm telling them this book because it's just right there, plain and center on, on just the chronic disease and those that are vaccinated and the health and vibrance of those that are unvaccinated. Well, I really appreciate that. It's it's a book that we want to get in as many hands as possible for individuals. You know, society-wide, we're bombarded with vaccine messages. You know, the new RSV vaccine has been approved for seniors. It's also been approved by the FDA for pregnant women, although this, the ACIP, the, the CDC committee, has not considered that yet. But we're being bombarded by these message, messages cradle to grave. So again, I repeat, you know, what I said before, I think everybody should read this book. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much um, for putting in the time and the effort. I know that you have to go catch and be on another show. You've been doing a big press tour for this, which is wonderful. Um, it's well-deserved. And we just thank you guys for your efforts. How can people purchase the book or the audiobook? Well, the book um, is available right now on Amazon.com. You can go to other booksellers as well. You know, I, I've checked BarnesandNoble.com. Personally, I know it's still there, uh, available for purchase. Uh, yeah, get there it there are, if you can, because <laughs> they'll probably take it down, right? <laughs> right, right. You, you know, you have to wonder. Uh, mm -hmm. We've been directing uh, people to Amazon.com just so we can get our rating up. Um, but, you know, I do understand people, you know, there's a lot of people that don't want to give their business to Amazon. And so I completely understand that. Um, and local booksellers, I know that it's being, you know, it's being distributed uh, to booksellers like Barnes & Noble. And so, you know, you should be able to get it locally. Um, and if you can't get it locally, call your bookseller directly and ask them to order and bring it in. Uh, so, but no, Taryn, I appreciate that so much. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Dr. Hooker. I appreciate it. Thank you. Always a pleasure. Thank you so much, Taryn. Absolutely. And, you know, for those wanting more information on the HPV trials that uh, Dr. Brian Hooker was speaking about, we have those in our resources. They're bite-sized. They're easy to digest, especially for those of us that aren't scientists and, um, you know, are just moms trying to figure out this information. You can go to TarynGregson.com, sign up for our free newsletter, um, and you will get those HPV 
vaccine safety resource guide sent directly to your email inbox for free, along with all of our other guides, MMR, fluoride, and the new aluminum um, resource guide, which we also talked about aluminum uh, in, the, in the vaccines in this episode as well. And of course, you can head over to wethepatriotsusa.org to support our religious exemption cases. We're fighting to try and get that back in the state of Connecticut. And we are also, you know, fighting to, uh, to, to help parents everywhere that have these issues arise as um, they, you know, put their kids in school. So thank you so much. And also head over to shotdead.org to view the trailer and to sign up to get the free link uh, for the premiere on November 9th. If you enjoy our content, prayerfully consider making a tax-deductible donation at wethepatriotsusa.org so we can continue to power the education arm of our mission that also extends to work to preserve and reclaim our God-given inalienable rights. God bless and thank you from everyone here on Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson, presented by We the Patriots USA.